Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Doing Business Differently. I'm your host, Kendeka. I'm the founder and principal of Kendeka Green Incorporated. What we do over there is help professionals launch and grow successful brands by focusing on the fundamentals of business. And I'm going to have to make this a little bit brief today because I have a call coming up in about 20 minutes. Um, And so I just want to make sure, because I know that I was supposed to get this out a couple of days ago, but I just was really working on putting together a video training for you and a complimentary workbook that goes along with it um, that you can purchase separately um, to get you through the steps of launching a viable business, right? So today's lesson that we're talking about is how do you develop a marketing plan or marketing strategy, right? And, you know, you've gotten through all the target marketing and understanding who you are. You have an idea of who, who, who you can best serve, right? You've gotten your solution. You, you've played around with it. You think that you have something that can work. You've, you've developed your branding. You know what it is that you want to communicate and your values. But now you have to figure out how you're going to get your products and services in front of your audience, right? And so where you need to start off is understanding that there are four C's in marketing. Now, some of you, like myself, who have gone to master's degrees or maybe have gone through, like, say, advanced MBA trainings or fast-tracked MBA programs, you know, they teach you about the four P's in the marketing mix, right? Um, well, from a service-based perspective, I like to use the four C's of marketing, right? Those four C's are going to be the consumer, cost, convenience, and communication. Now, there are some areas where the concepts that they overlap, but because the um, focus is just a little bit different, it's going to have a bit of a different effect, but it's still going to produce the same results, if not better, right? So the first thing that we want to get into is we want to talk about the customer or your consumer, right? Everything always starts with the person who you are going, the person that you need, right? You need a customer to be in business. We talked about that. Even when we talked about the beginning of this series, what was the first thing we did? We talked about your target audience, right? So you really need to understand what is it that the customer wants and what is it that they need? How How is your product or service going to fill um, a void? You know, how is it going to help them thrive and survive, right? People are in survival mode when they're in business, right? They have to make a profit or they have to prove to their family members that this can work. They have to be able to provide for their family. They don't want to go back to the nine to five job, right? So understanding who the customer is, is going to be important. And so you really, really, really need to drill down into who they are. You got your target audiences. So make sure that what you're providing for them is something that they need. So many businesses fail for various reasons, but a top reason is because they're producing products and services that people don't want or that they can get from someplace else, right? It's kind of like, I'm a Thai girl, and I think I've used this example before. If you come out with a new um, laundry detergent, you're going to have to convince me why you're better than Tide. I mean, like, I, I love the way game smells, and it might even be made by the same manufacturer, but for me... I'm not, um, I, I mean, me, me losing out on saving a couple of dollars is just not worth um, me transitioning from Tide. Wasting money only for me to have to turn around and buy Tide again? Nah, like I'm good, right? So 
using this information, understanding what your customer needs are and what is that they want from your products and services is going to be key in you developing your marketing um, your plan, how you're going to communicate what it is that you're doing for them and how it's going to help them thrive or survive, or how is it going to help them reach their goal, right? You have to have a deliverable. You have to get them from, from point A to B, whether it's from point A to B or point A to D, you just need to make sure that you're meeting their needs. The next thing that we're going to briefly talk about is the cost, right? And it's not the, exactly the same as the price in the marketing mix um, because the price, you know, it's, it's, it's the cost of buying, right? It's like, okay, well, do I want to spend $10 today or $20 today, right? This is different. Um, I am a, an economist by um, by degree and by trade, um, but I'm a financial economist, like, right? So I really understand the full cycle of business from the leadership perspective to the sales to the marketing. I understand the people component of business, right? So you really need to understand what is it that, what is the cost of buying your product or service is what is it going to cost your um, your customer, your ideal customer? Um, there are opportunity costs in anything. Anything that you do in life is going to require an input of time, money, or energy. I remember that saying that Beyonce only has, what, 24 hours in a day? Well, Beyonce also works hard to, to make sure, though, that she can perform so that way she can pay someone else to maximize the 24 hours that she has in a day. So technically, it's like she's in like multiple places at one time right? You as a startuppreneur, you don't have access to those millions of dollars, right? Your customer does not have access to that. Well, unless you're marketing to those types of customers. But, you know, if I'm talking to you, you know, your, your plan is to scale up or you're just starting out. So we're trying to get there, right? So think about what is this going to cost? What is this going to cost your, your customer? And it doesn't have to be a negative cost, right? There are positive benefits. Um, take example, the other, yesterday I had a great call that I almost didn't answer because I was just like, you know, I have a five million things to do today. You know, I have to be here. I have to do this. I have to do that. But then I started to think about, well, wait a minute. Like I enjoy speaking to this person. I'm always learning something. I'm appreciative of their growth and that inspires and motivates me. And so therefore I'm going to take this call, even though I, I know this might set me back with something else, but I kind of like, Again, the benefit of actually taking the call far outweighed anything else that could have happened because I didn't take the call. And by the end of it, I was really, really glad that I did. And it just was it was just a win win for me. And it was also a win win for the other person. Right. Because they enjoyed the conversation. They needed time. They needed to speak to me. Right. Like, just think about it. So think about that from a business perspective. Not only is what you're going to be putting out there, your products or your services going to cost them negatively, but think about the positive impacts that you can have and be considerate of that when you're building out your products and services. Again, your goal is to meet their needs, not yours. You, Your needs will be met kind of like almost, I won't say by default because nothing is 100% guaranteed, but you are increasing right, the opportunity for you to have a positive impact versus a negative. The third thing we want to talk about is convenience. And it's a little a little like the place in the marketing mix, the other P in the marketing. But this one, again, is coming from the perspective of the convenience that you're offering to your customer or to your client, whether you're a coach um, or whatever it is. Um, case, for example, I'm a busy mom. And so I made the decision that I was going to speak to other busy entrepreneurs. I don't care if you're a mother. I don't care if you're a busy father or caregiver. Maybe you're working um, nine to five and you're building your business on your 11 to three. 
Maybe you're a solopreneur, maybe you are a CEO or a leader in your organization. And so you kind of want to get to the information very quickly, right? So I understand who my customer is. And so I make it convenient for them to work for me. You won't catch me on social media too much. Again, for both reasons, my customers don't have time to be on social media when they are. They're on there for a, a purpose. So I make my information very short and sweet and to the point. And if you want to work with me, I have extended office hours. Um, the, of course, it takes a shift sometimes because maybe this is a day where, you know, my family and I are doing X, Y, and Z. But I've also built out those pockets and time in my day where I can be available very early in the morning. I don't really do the lunch learns and things like that because I feel that that whole um it just doesn't work for me with having small children at home. And then there are other people out there that are really doing some great and amazing things in the Lunch and Learn series. So for me, I'm just not that hard pressed for it. But those late night sessions, like I have a client that sometimes we don't get off the phone till one o'clock in the morning um, and it works for me and it works for them. Right. So I'm making it convenient to my audience. So I'm communicating this information in my marketing plan, and my marketing strategy. Right. And the fourth and the final C that we want to go over is um, communicating, right? Communication is key. From a target audience um, perspective, we understand that using the right language is going to be key in attracting them and getting to know who you are. But now when it's time to sell them something or to bring them on board with your product so that you can work with them and be a benefit to them to help them thrive and survive, you have to be able to tell them how you are going to be effective in their business and their brand, right? How are you going to get them from point A to B? Or how are you going to get them from point A to D? Whatever it is, you need to be able to communicate the benefits of what, you, of what you're doing. And you don't want to be sleazy about it, right? You don't want to be sneaky or manipulative. That's just a slimy way of doing business. It's kind of like a person um, for you nine to five or still like me. I struggled with this when I was working full time. Don't come asking me, you know, what I'm doing or don't slide up to me and be like, hey, how you doing? And then in the next heartbeat is I'm, what you doing? Are you busy? And then it's, oh yeah, because I need help. And then, you know, this is due at the end of the day. And then I have a pile of work on my desk that I need to do. And because I am about my business, I might have the time to give to you, but what makes you think I didn't want to like spend my time doing something else or maybe relaxing for like the last two hours of my work day, right? Think about that, right? So think about how you're going to communicate the benefits of your products and your services to them. Just be honest. Um, a lot of times people want to fake it till they make it. Again, I made a post about this. Um, it was a big thing about imposter syndrome. And although the perspective that I believe um, Michelle Obama gave was being uncomfortable when you walk into a room. But from my perspective, it's because do you feel like a fraud? Can't no one make me feel like a fraud if I'm not? Right. I'm not taking ownership of anybody. You feel that I don't belong in here. That's your business. At the end of the day, I'm in this room because I belong in this room. I've sat at a lot of boardrooms and I've gotten a lot of information. My student loan bills are. Yeah, I got those. You understand what I'm saying? So therefore, no one can make me feel like I don't belong. What did they tell people? Oh, you got to fake it till you make it. That can only get you so far. People can see through that. It's manipulative and it doesn't work in the long term. It's not going to get you from where you want to go in business over the long term. And it's nothing that a good leader will do. Um, I've worked with leaders, so-called leaders who will fake it and they rely heavily on, you know, their executive assistants to manage it. Um, they rely on the other leaders to pull the weight. But the effects that that will have on um 
the workplace environment and the corporate culture, it's not going to be a place where people, if you're interested in long-term growth and, you know, scaling up and becoming a, a person who's now, you know, have a team of 20 or 50 people, the tone that you set from in the beginning, how you speak to your customers, these are values that are, you're going to carry over into your business. So you might as well get it right from the jump. Communicate to your people, to your audience that you want to speak to, what it is that you do, how you're going to do it, and be honest about what it is that you can't do. So if you have found um, this content effective um, for you or eye-opening, if you've come away with some new ideas and thoughts about how this can help you in your business, please let me know. Please let me know. Again, you can only be as authentic in your business as you decide to be. That's one of the things about doing business differently that we really hold strong to is having some sort of integrity. And it's not really about competition, about competing with the next person. It's about understanding where you want to be, how your business is going to help you get there, and then just making sure that you're positioning yourself in a good place to make it happen. Um, if you found, again, any of this information and the tips that I've helped you, um, I'm doing a, a video training. I'm also pushing out a workbook that I think is really going to be dope um, so that you guys can have something hard copy to help you develop your startup plan, your business plan, and kind of have a, a operations manual that you can go to. And if you haven't already, please go and like my page on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram, but we're not really on there just yet as much where I am. Um, establishing a presence in a brand. I'm also might be looking to hire a social media manager at some point in the near future, but we'll figure that out as we go along. So thank you guys for your time today and stay tuned next week. We're going to set up a regular um, weekly episode because I really want to hear from you guys. You know, I, I love talking. I know this information is resonating because I'm catching the views, but I want to hear from you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I think that's one of the things that um, we've been trained not to do, like in school, like when you go to raise your hand and ask a question, the teacher would be like, oh, they get the sticky. No, ask your questions. That's the only way you're going to get help. That's the only way you're going. Who cares if it feels like to other people you're brown nosing? What are you getting from it? If you don't ask the questions, you're going to stay stuck. I think that's my two cents for the day. Have a good one. Bye.